Welcome to the Inner Glow Podcast. This is the place to be if you are ready to rise into your greatness, be unapologetic about your desires, share your gifts with the world and manifest your dreams in life, love and business. My name is Stefanka. I am a clinical hypnotherapist, author, healer and a mentor for women who are ready to up-level in all areas of their lives. Here, we talk all things abundance mindset, energy mastery, manifestation, relationships, business success, and more. Each episode holds powerful tools, energy codes, concepts, techniques, and thoughts that will help you take your life and business to the next level. Are you ready to embody a brand new version of you? If yes, then you are in the right place. Let's get into it. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Inner Glow podcast. This is Stepanka, your host, and today we will be speaking about unleashing your voice, about learning to take up space with your words, whether it's in person, whether it's online, on social media. I would like to share with you practical steps you can start taking right away if you would like to express yourself more boldly. If you would like to speak up for yourself a lot more, let yourself be heard. And especially if you would like to believe that what you have to say is valuable. And I know that this is a big one for many people. I know that it has been a big theme for myself in my life and then especially in my business when I started my own business. Or I would say even when I started qualifying as a hypnotherapist, all of a sudden I had to speak in different environments and it challenged me in new ways. And I see this very often play up for many of my clients in my private practice when I have got one-to-one sessions with people, but also in different group environments, when I have group coaching sessions, when I run programs, when I um, support other leaders in their programs or memberships. This is a fear that very often comes up for so many women and men. The fear of saying the wrong thing sounded like uh, or fear of sounding too much, too courageous, too bold, too outspoken. And it is very often in many cases, it doesn't make sense. And it comes down to the conditioning we have received around sharing our voice. For example, that judgment, that fear of being an outcast, getting punished for voicing um, your opinion. And before I dive into any of this, I also just want to make it really clear that I am aware that I live in Europe and um, generally speaking, it is very safe for me to share my opinion in terms of like physical safety and I know that this 
isn't available to all people around the world. There are people living in countries where you cannot freely share your opinion. It could be illegal. It could you know, lead to a lot of trouble. It might not be actually physically safe for you to share your opinion. So I, I am aware of that and I want to make it clear that this probably is more applicable for people who can share their voice but there is a fear there is emotional blocks there is something that's holding you back and you would really like to break through it and i know that i've definitely always lived you know in countries where i am able to speak i have um many privileges in regards to this i grew up in the czech republic now i live in england i've always long-term lived only in europe and i know that um everyone else's circumstances might be slightly different so some of the blogs that in that can come up for you when it comes to sharing your voice when it comes to the, sh the throat chakra energy and communication both in your personal life and in your business could be not being able to express yourself clearly um, getting interrupted by other people fearing to be seen and i know that this might not be the first fear you associate with the throat chakra with speaking up for yourself with unleashing your voice but actually being seen is very often about being heard by other people and there is all sorts of fears we hold around that so i would definitely love to cover that as well it is uh, another one of those blocks is not believing that you have anything valid to say not voicing what you need and desire in both your personal life in your relationships but also in business in your career in your job another big block is an inability to speak up and share your voice in your business this can look like not taking up space on social media or sharing things you know everyone will agree with or trying to find things everyone will agree with um being scared of sharing an opinion that could be potentially triggering for some or opinion that could be seen as controversial a little or maybe certain parts of your personality that you've been hiding you don't want to speak about them you're hiding them a little you are filtering yourself out it can also look like in relationships you never truly say what you are feeling you agree to things you don't want to do you don't share your needs in um, your job this could look like um, if you let's say not happy with something you don't share it if there is a colleague you need to have a conversation with you avoid conflicts at all cost and so on and then, of course, this is deeply, deeply connected to our creativity. Your self-expression is connected to your voice. And when I say your voice, it could also be 
written. It doesn't always have to be spoken out loud with your voice. It could be written. It could be a video. It is also energy you embody. I've been wanting to record this episode for a while, but over the past two weeks, I feel like the universe was really giving me signs to do it because so many clients came to me with this fear of like, well, I am still holding back on social media. I can tell. I don't want to fully express myself there. I don't share my opinions. I really fear what other people will say, how they will receive it. I've had clients who shared like there is certain things they believe in and they truly want to share it and and the fear is just too big. And I could so resonate because there were times when I recorded podcast episodes here and I never published them because I thought, well, people could judge me. This feels a little too controversial. It seems a little polarizing. I don't really want to do that. What will people think of me? I know that when I first launched my business, just posting about it online was a big deal. I was so scared of sharing my website, telling people what I'm doing. I was really afraid of sharing the spiritual part of me. I know it felt way easier to speak into the academic um, aspects of my knowledge, such as the clinical hypnosis diploma, and the things that felt a little more mainstream uh, compared to the spiritual things I was studying, such as Angelic Reiki. I have been pulling tarot cards since I was probably 13 years old. I feared showing aspects like this of me. I knew that I really wanted to be doing readings online or do little card spreads on social media. And I was like, oh, can't do that like what will people think of me what will my hypnotherapy teachers think of me um I, it will look like i'm not academic enough or there were all sorts of thoughts and this which is a thought i started early on i don't think i fully finished it but sharing your voice is is creativity it is expressing yourself in the world and for someone it might be also about painting or the way they dress themselves so there is a lot that's connected to the power of your voice it's not just spoken word out loud there is a lot more in it i would like to briefly speak about why this is happening there is a lot of reasons but very often it comes down to our childhood wounding for example you didn't feel safe to share your opinion or speak up for yourself in your family or in the environment where you were growing up. Maybe you became a people pleaser because let's say one of your parents was really short-tempered and if you said something it could anger them and, and you learned that oh if I avoid those and those topics and if I speak only about this and if I speak in this tone tone of voice uh, my dad won't get mad at me and that's how we learn to tiptoe around people that's how we learn that our voice and what we think saying it out loud is not safe there could be also trauma connected to people getting bullied or getting mocked and laughed at when they spoke publicly for the first time 
there is a lot of lot of wounding coming from school environment that's another thing i so frequently hear about let's say uh, a child went to a poetry competition where you um, read out different poems and there would be teachers saying things like oh well you're you're not really good at it no you can't join only this girl can join and so on and i had experience like this myself when i've always been into poetry as you know if you've been a regular listener here not only writing my own but reading other people's poems and i enjoy reading them out loud that's the craziest of things but i remember getting told by one of my teachers that i just didn't have it in me to join any of the competitions and do well and they would always pick other kids and and while it didn't feel like a big thing in that moment of course i felt a little sad but then this memory came up to me many times when i started embodying um, the energy of my business when I realized I want to be writing my own poems, I want to be writing posts and share the kind of things that are real for me and so on. And I remembered those memories. I also remember getting yelled at by teachers at school for saying the wrong thing. And that's a big fear, often stems from school environment when we got shouted at or we got told off. And then we learn, oh, it's safer for me to not put my hand up. It's safer to be quiet. And I had one client in particular who had terrible, terrible school trauma, both with teachers and fellow classmates. And we spent many sessions releasing that so she could be more vocal right now. So she could actually put her hand up at meetings and conferences and she could do these things that she really wanted to do the crazy thing is i actually wanted to speak i enjoyed it in some ways i have got this memory of when i had my first ever solo project in history class and i nailed it i loved it i learned all the information and i stood in front of the whole classroom and I spoke from my heart. I didn't have any notes and I remember the teacher was just blown away by my presentation skills, by how confidently I could speak in front of others and the kids loved it. It was really engaging. It was fun. And I clearly remember thinking to myself, I love this. I love speaking about the things I really enjoy. But this was also done in an environment that was friendly. And there, of course, are environments when it isn't or when we are on social media and anyone can just join and, and criticize you. So here we go. That was my not so brief introduction. Now I would love to speak about the throat chakra and all the different ways of how you can unleash your voice and share it with confidence. Number one tip reaffirm safety keep reminding yourself that it's safe for you to speak up that it's safe for you to have a different opinion than others that it's safe for you to share online record videos record podcast episodes whenever you feel that freeze fight or flight stress response happening in your body whenever you are feeling your nervous system is 
slightly dysregulated, you feel that stress, maybe you are tensing your belly, um, any, any, any kind of symptoms like this, remind yourself one hand on your heart, the other on your throat, on your throat chakra, and remind yourself it's safe for me to speak. It's so safe for me to talk about this right now. It's safe for me to write about this. It's safe for me to take up space. It's safe for me to be visible. I am so safe. I am so safe. And remind yourself of that safety you've got around you. Remind yourself of the safety of your body. It's safe for me to be in my body. My body is my vessel, sacred vessel. It's keeping me safe. And if this still doesn't feel like enough, definitely make sure you calm down that stress response in your body by grounding yourself, going for a walk, breathing into your belly, lower belly. And again, remind yourself of safety. I'm safe. It's safe for me to speak. It's safe for me to express myself. And keep repeating this over and over again. Start telling yourself a new story. Start planting the seeds of safety in your life. Even if you say that affirmation on this phrase a couple of times per day, and that's enough. Whenever you feel like you're in an environment where you might be a little afraid to speak, remind yourself of this. I find that a lot a lot of the work I do with women comes down to them not feeling safe, not feeling safe enough to be bold, to be visible, to take up space, to um, ask for things they want and so on. So that's why I shared this one as number one, because I want you to start noticing what already feels safe. Start looking at the evidence of when you did something, for example, you shared your opinion and it was actually safe. So remind yourself, I already have evidence that it's okay for me to do those things because it is safe, right? So choose what you are focusing on. Be careful with the story you are telling yourself. So now my second tip. And it might sound like it's not really a tip. I'm just <laughs> throwing you into all of this. But bear with me, it is, and I'm gonna explain it. So start writing, start sharing, start leaning into your new edge right now. Stop waiting to have everything resolved when it comes to your voice, when it comes to your throat chakra. Start podcasting, taking videos of yourself. And I know that this might feel uncomfortable. Maybe you are already doing all of this. Maybe you're not, so find your own edge in this, right? So this tip is for anyone, regardless of where you at, whether you've started taking up space or whether you haven't started yet. So this podcast, the Inner Glow podcast, is an incredible way of how I became more confident with my voice. Tell me, or let me tell you, that it wasn't always easy. It was difficult and especially at the start I had 
elaborate notes of what I should be speaking into. I didn't let myself speak freely like I do now. And I hated the sound of my voice. I hated everything I shared. It was so hard for me to publish it anyway, but I did it because I had this calling. I'm not saying everyone needs to be recording podcast episodes. What I'm saying is that I had this calling. I felt I wanted to have my own podcast, yet I felt terrified of doing that. So I did exactly that. And with every episode, I became better at speaking. I started feeling better and more confident. And it was a huge catalyst when it comes to my own throat chakra, my voice and communication. So maybe that's something you would like to explore or get yourself on other people's podcasts right now. And that's a huge tip because you don't even have to have your own business. I know there is plenty of women listening to this who don't have their own businesses as well. But there might be something you could speak about. There are podcasts for moms. There is podcasts for people who work in the corporate world. There is podcasts about books, about personal stories. There is loads of great podcasting communities on Facebook where you can connect with people. They are always looking for new guests. So regardless of what your life story is like, what you do for a living, what you don't do, what you like, what you don't like, if you would like to do this thing, you can definitely put yourself on other people's podcasts and simply practice sharing your voice, taking up space and even sharing your personal stories. That is huge. You can start writing. And again, it doesn't matter whether you've got a business or not. If you are posting on social media, if you are on social media, you could be writing. And that means even a sentence that goes with a photo. And again, that is actually about taking up space and reminding yourself that it is safe. I remember when I started with social media exposure in particular, I really feared being seen and being visible. I feared what my family will think, what what my classmates from primary, secondary school, from grammar school, from university, from college. Like I feared they, they will be looking at it. They will be laughing at me. They will be saying things such as, who does she think she is? That's the kind of things I used to imagine. And I remember just dreaming about like, wow, I wish I could be so outspoken and bold like some of the women I follow on social media. And I wish I could just wake up and be fully bold and just embody everything and be completely authentic. What I have learned is that it's not an overnight process. It's not one magical pill I could swallow and all of a sudden... I am fully authentic in all that I do. It actually is a process. You simply lean into your edge and then what used to be an edge for you is now your new normal and then you learn, you lean into your new edge. And step by step, things get easier. And it's different for all of us. I do know, I know women who decided to take up space online 
and it was a no-brainer, it felt easy, it felt good, there was no holding back. Then I knew loads of women who fear putting themselves out there. And for me, let's say it was about, okay, let's start sharing about card readings and tarot. And I started doing it first inside my Facebook community that is a closed group and that felt safe. And then I started talking about it a little more maybe on stories on Instagram. Then I posted about it on Instagram where there is a lot more family and, and all sorts of people. And step by step, that became my new normal. Then I found another thing that was my edge for a little while, which was dancing or moving my body in front of the camera. I started leaning into that a little more. That was a lot in like 2021, I think. And that felt good. So I did a lot of short dancing, moving videos. That was my new edge. And I know how it um, helped me embody my authenticity. And simply put myself out of my comfort zone so the moral of this story is find your new edge and lean into it and your edge doesn't have to be someone else's edge maybe what you are finding scary is a new normal for someone else and that's okay because we are all on our unique journeys right now so start your own podcast Put yourself on other people's podcasts, start collaborating, sharing your stories, write on social media, talk and be a little more bold. Number three, I love this one. So start singing, humming or chanting. And you can start right now. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to be an experienced yogi. There are so many incredible resources out there. And even if chanting doesn't resonate with you, start humming, start making sounds, express your throat chakra with different voices, sounds and um, sing. You can sing by yourself, maybe as a song you know, maybe it is more of a primal, like um, like a um, song that you could play at a women's circle. These are often really good. Or it could be just a normal popular song you would hear on a radio, but start singing and doing it, do it with intention. That's really good. And maybe then you can experience, experiment with um, different types of songs. Um, maybe more, more, um, more of uh, songs that you would, for example, sing traditionally in a circle. And there is plenty of them online. I am actually thinking I could open my Spotify and see if I can give you an example of what I'm talking about because I'm just trying to explain it with words but actually it's probably better to give you a name of a song or or an um, artist so I have opened up my Spotify and I actually remembered I do have a playlist I created called healing mantras so I'm gonna make a note and I'm gonna link it up um, in this episode so you can listen to it it's an example you can follow the the playlist if you like it you can listen to those songs but it also gives you an idea of um what i'm on about here 
So some of the songs I was on about a minute ago um, are, for example, songs by Beautiful Chorus. And there is one, for example, called I am surrounded by love. And they repeat like three sentences over and over again. That's a really good one. You can consciously sing along with and it feels very spiritual. It feels very moving. Or there is one thank you for your blessings and again you just repeat that sentence in that song it's so beautiful there is one called within me is boundless love that's a really nice one i love my life and just play with your voice be really mindful of your voice and then of course there is more of traditional mantras and um, chants um the one I really like is Rama Dasa Sa Safe So Hung. And that's the number one on my playlist, actually. Um, then another one I really like. I'm trying to find it. I'm sure it's somewhere on the playlist. Yeah, the other one is Ek Onkar. Ek Onkar Sadgur. Prasad. That's a really nice chant. I love that one. At one point I was working with that one a lot. But you can of course sing along with other songs. You can also just hum and make different sounds and noises so that you're activating that throat energy. It's beautiful. Trust me, you've got to give it a go. Number four, learn to disagree. It's okay to disagree. I know we fear it so much and many of us avoid conflict at all cost because of that trauma we've got linked to it from our childhood, from relationships that were toxic, from being in relationships with narcissists when it simply wasn't safe to disagree. It wasn't safe to have a different opinion. So find people relationships, environments where you can simply disagree. And this is not about like seeking it out, like I need to find a situation where I can disagree with other people. It's when it naturally occurs. And start again collecting evidence that it's okay, it's safe, and learn to say no. It's so easy to say yes to everything, to please other people, start exploring your own boundaries start exploring what feels like a full body yes what feels like a full body no and voice it so what number are we on i think number four number four stop justifying your opinions your behavior your choices your decisions that's such a huge way of how you are giving your power away and how you are using your voice in a dis in disempowering way. Justifying your choices is like when you say no to something or you um, you are making a decision about something and maybe someone is not agreeing with you or maybe they are just asking. They might be just curious and you immediately go into this state of like over explaining like I've got to justify myself I've got to over explain and you like almost like waste wasting sorry almost like wasting your 
energy on it and I'm sure you felt it. I'm sure you've had experiences when you could have said something in one sentence, two sentences maximum, and you spend five minutes talking about it and explaining it and people are getting tired and you get completely exhausted afterwards. And I've learned this even as a coach. It's so powerful to be able to express yourself with few words. Sometimes people can get exhausted from the fact that we have got to over-explain and justify our opinions. So, number five. Put yourself into environments where you can take up space with your voice. Meaning there is space for you to share quite a lot. This could be women's circle. And if you are someone who is usually more quiet and lets other people speak, I want you to do the opposite. Not that I want you to jump into other people's sharings. But take your time. If you tend to be quiet and shy, speak. If there is a question, put your hand up. Be the first one to share. And take your time with it. Give them the details. Hire a coach. If you are working with a coach already or with a therapist or someone, take up your space. You don't have to be always super brief about things. A good coach, a good therapist should know how to direct you if you've been speaking for way too long and it's not actually leading anywhere. And that's okay. You don't have to fear that. A professional knows how to do it. But I know that some of my clients, when they first hired me and they get access to me on Signal, which is a messenger app, it's away from Facebook. That's why I don't use Messenger, for example. And they get this time to record voice notes and ask me things and share stories between our sessions. And some people jump in it right away and they take up space on Signal and they share and they ask me, they talk about their feelings, they talk about their stories, triggers and so on. Other people struggle with it a little. And it takes a little bit of time and my constant invitations for them to take up space there. And I love it when a client feels so confident with me that they grab their phone, they hit the record button and they can share a voice note of like, wow, Stepanka, I've got to share this with you. This is what happened today and I just realized something. Things like this really help you to practice your voice. So private sessions with people, signal support kind of things, women's circles, group programs, group sessions, group environments, all good for you. Next one is ask yourself powerful questions around this topic. So if you are struggling with voicing what you need in your life and business, well, let's explore this a little more. Ask yourself powerful questions right now. You can journal about it. You can think about it. What are you gaining from not voicing your needs? What are the hidden benefits here? And in general, what are you gaining from suppressing your voice? I want you to give this a go. Write it down and I bet loads of fears 
will come up. Chances you are protecting yourself, keeping yourself safe. Maybe there is someone who steps up if you are not voicing your needs or someone makes decisions for you, which protects you from making mistakes or you fear getting blamed, you fear getting called out. So I'm going to repeat that question again. If you want, note it down for now and explore it later. What are you gaining from not voicing your needs and not expressing yourself fully? Because there are some benefits. A next tip. It's not about you. <laughs> so when we fear speaking in front of other people or expressing ourselves fully, we pay way too much attention to ourselves. Other people are not actually paying this close attention, close attention to us. The classmates that you fear that will see your posts, they are busy with their own life. The family members that you think will be examining every single one of your posts, they get too busy. It's us who give us the most attention. Yes, there could be people who are not happy with what you're doing or who have different opinions. But in most cases, people actually care a lot less than we think they do. Another quick tip. Your tongue is connected to your nervous system. So if you've got difficulties talking or you've got this nervous chatter happening, it's good to take a few deep inhales and as you exhale, do this. And repeat this. Whenever you feel the chest or throat are restricted, whenever you feel that restriction, do this. Inhale and exhale. Ah, notice that vibration. Notice how the root of your tongue is vibrating. Ah, and notice how that vibration then goes all the way down to your throat chakra. I would like to read something out to you from a book called Self-Love, Finding Peace and Happiness by Akal Pritam. Akal was previously on this podcast as well. I interviewed her a little while back and I would love to read this out to you from the chapter Throat Chakra. A journey of self-love through expressing your truth. The fifth chakra is the first of the chakras that takes you towards higher consciousness and into the realm of spirituality. The throat chakra enhances your ability to communicate. Be in touch with your inner voice and be able to verbally express your deepest truth. You act from this chakra from the ages of 29 to 35 when you should be empowered to proclaim who you are and stand up for your true self. 
when you can speak kindly towards yourself and all others. You are acting from the unified perspective of your higher self. True unity and awareness comes from connecting with your soul's perspective. Understanding there is only an illusion of separation between you and everything else. When this chakra is open, you no longer use language that separates you from receiving prosperity or that plays into victimhood. So this was from Self Love by Akal Pritam. And there is one more I would like to read out to you. It's a poem I found online and I will it's very short. I will just read it now too. To the quiet ones who are afraid of the sound of their own voices. Write and your words will scream from the pages and you will be heard. I don't know who wrote it, I couldn't find it. Um, I came across it on Pinterest, but it's a really beautiful one. It's a reminder that writing is also sharing your voice and allowing others to see you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I had so much fun recording it. And if you liked it, please make sure you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and you can give us a rating on Spotify, which is fairly new. So maybe you don't know how to do it. So make sure you check it out. I would really appreciate it. Or feel free to send me uh, feedback privately. I love hearing from you. It's always so much fun to hear what kind of a breakthrough or thought you had because of the episode and feel free to share it with your friends. If you would like to work with me privately and get coached by me, make sure you check out all the different ways of how you can work with me. You can book yourself in for a one-off power session. It's a consultation. It's incredible. Women have wonderful results from just one session. It's really when I feel like my unique intuitive gift comes through because I hear beyond your words. So when you are telling me what's going on in your life, there is a lot more I get from it. And then I can I can just tune into the stories you've been telling yourself, the patterns you've been repeating. It's quite magical. So if you would like to have a breakthrough in life or business, make sure you check out the one-off consultations. I'm also accepting clients for long-term work for three months and six months mentorships and that is next level. That is what I love, love, love doing. I love building an intimate relationship with clients because when we work together in this way, we get to chat between sessions and it really is when massive long-term transformations happen and it's the biggest gift you can give to yourself so I support my clients in growing their businesses I support my clients in their career in their private life and I share personalized hypnosis sessions with them there is just so much we focus on and you also get access to me five days per week 
on signal in those uh, long-term mentorship packages which is amazing which is where a lot of breakthroughs happen and i love tuning in and just chatting to my clients so it's a combination of strategy of course of practical tangible steps you'll be taking the sacred masculine element then we also have this divine feminine the energetics the intuition the guidance that comes from within you from within me and we combine all of that together if you are looking at something self-paced i have created an incredible journaling program called creative abundance that's all about opening yourself up to prosperity to abundance it's oh i love it i love that course so much because journaling has shifted so much in my life it's such a powerful tool and i highly recommend that you start journaling yourself if you want to receive more money more prosperity more opportunities check out creative abundance link in the description for more information so have an incredible day and i'll see you in the next episode thank you for listening If you loved this episode, please feel free to leave me a five-star iTunes review. Follow my podcast on Spotify, share it on your Instagram stories, or recommend this podcast to your friends. For more free content on feminine empowerment, radiance, business, and inner glow, make sure to join my Facebook community called New Earth Women. It is filled with rituals, live trainings, emotional freedom tapping sessions, meditations and more. The link is in the description box. You can also follow me on Instagram at New Earth Women. And if you are interested in working with me, go to the show notes. You will find all the links there. Loads of love. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.